It's time for the High Energy Show with your host, Donna Guinois. This is the program that will help you deal with the changes in your health, lifestyle, and family dynamics into your 40s, 50s, and beyond. From exercise to supplements to food and health, we've got you covered with the answers you need to know. Now, here is Donna Guinois. Good afternoon, and welcome to the High Energy Hour. I'm Donna Guinois, where I help break down what doctors don't always have time to tell us and raise your energy level by feeding your mind, your body, and your spirit. Today, I'm super excited. I have my friend and special guest, Allison H. Larson, who is uh, the founder of the Speakers Coalition. She is a author. She is a national speaker. She is a coach. And something that a lot of people don't know is her past background is uh, she is in flexology and a Reiki master. And because she has a special way of raising the frequency of your energy level through uh uh, spot transformation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get more into that. Right. There's a whole bunch of ways, right? <laughs> so, but she helps raise your energy level. Mm-hmm. So, I am interviewing Allison today, who has her show on the Influencers Channel. In fact, her show's on at ten o'clock, right? Yep, yep. yep. Just a couple hours so before she, the show, right? So, she just got through with her show. So, welcome, Allison. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here too, Donna. And um, I have to say that uh, you are you are just phenomenal. And um, I'm really glad that you're getting your message out to the world because this is something that. That's really needed. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I owe a lot to you, so thank I appreciate it. So thank you. So for those of you who don't know, rec- uh, rec- reflexology, if I get my words right, is a system of massage that's used to relieve tension and treat illness based on reflex points in the feet, hands, and the head that are linked to every part of the body. So it's really interesting. And of course, being about energy and raising your energy level, this is something that's very intriguing to me. And of course, the more we can get out there and the more we can do naturally, uh, I believe the more benefits we have, um, not having to rely on on prescription drugs that can, you know, although are great in a lot of instances, they can they can do some damage to other parts of our body. So this is really exciting. So Allison, now that I'm interviewing you today, so how did you first get started with reflexology? You know, that's a really interesting question, Donna, and it's something I was not at all um, into any kind of holistic type of healing or wellness or medication, any anything that was holistic at all. I grew up in a very traditional family, uh, one where the second we got sick, my mom would run us to the doctor and we get some antibiotics. And, and so I, as a young mother, um, I had gotten very ill with the pregnancy of my fourth child. And what this caused was a sinus infection. And the sinus infection really didn't go away. And I was allergic to the antibiotics that were used to treat sinus infections, yeah. And so it was something that I had struggled with on and off for about four years when I had a friend call me and say, Allison, I'm learning this new technique called foot zoning, which is reflexology in in a holistic form. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering if you'd be my guinea pig. And I thought, well, who doesn't want a great foot massage, right? Right, absolutely. Like, sure, I'll be your guinea pig. I'm, I'm, I'm in. So I went over there. It was really interesting because as she was massaging my feet, um, she asked me, Allison, do you have sinus issues? And I thought, how in the world does she know this? And so I said, well, how do you know that? And she said, well, I can tell that through your feet. 
And she pressed on the tip of my toes, which were very sensitive. And she said, these are your sinus points. And there's little bumps there, plus it's sensitive. And she immediately put on some essential oils and worked those places again. Well, Donna, I could feel my sinuses start draining. Oh, my gosh. And I thought, this is incredible. And then what she did, and maybe we'll get into this later. This is the really woo-woo part of this <laughs> all uh, that totally freaked me out at first. But I thought, well, it works. She says, how would you like to know the emotions behind sinuses? And I said, well, um, I didn't know sinuses had emotions, That's but interesting. Okay, okay, you were able to tell that I had sinus trouble and whatever you're doing is helping. So sure. And she handed me a book with research that has been done showing that there's certain emotional triggers linked to certain physical ailments. And I read the emotions that the research had shown usually proceed or are linked to sinus infections. And those are things that I had been feeling. So she taught me how to release those. And I have not had a sinus infection since. And my oldest wow. or my youngest child's actually here with us today in studio. He's 12 years old now. So this was eight years ago. Right. And um, I thought from that experience, I thought I need to learn how to do this. And so I did. Wow. Okay. So how, how do you determine on a new patient when you start a massage um, how to relieve the tension, stress, illness in their, in their reflex points? How do you, you know, what if they're a mess? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I think all of us are a mess in some way, right? shape, or form, right? We all carry stress somewhere. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, you know, the great thing about the, the technique that I learned, Donna, is that it works over 120 reflex points in the feet, and it works them in a specific order. So the difference between the term reflexology and foot zoning, reflexology is where you work a reflex point um, specifically related to something. So if I'm having a stomach ache, I might work a specific point on my foot. Well, foot zoning, which is actually the modality that I learned along with reflexology treats all 120 reflex points but does it in a certain order. So kind of like, you know, if your car's not running very well, right. right? I mean, maybe maybe it's something in the engine that you can't see, but you just know your car's not running well. So you go into somebody and you say, hey, what's wrong with the engine? Well, similar when someone comes to me and wants a reflexology session, as I'm doing these 120 points, I will either feel one bumps or crystals in an area, and that way I know that there's some kind of tension there, or that person will be really sensitive. Now, how this works is when we have a certain part of our body that's out of whack, mm-hmm. um, it sends signals up to our through our nervous system to our right. brain, and then that signal is sent down, back down again through the nervous system. And as you mentioned, the nervous system ends in the hands, head, and feet. If you right. are to think about those channels um, when you're in high school, biology, or mm-hmm. um, yes, biology whatever it was, whatever science you learned. the, the All the sciences. <laughs> I'm thinking, is biology the right one? Uh, anyway, um, but what, what that does is that when you work that nerve ending associated with that point, you can actually, I can actually feel that there's a trigger there. And then that, of course, sends a signal up the autonomic nervous system to either relax or stimulate that part of the body depending on what the body needs. And the really cool part is the body determines that. Whereas a lot of the times when we have medication, they're going to override our body systems. Correct, correct. Right. And oftentimes, one of my problems with uh, medication, I had a neurologist in um, when it, for my MS in Ohio. Yeah. And she put me on nine 
300 milligram of gabapentin a day. Wow. And I was like, after, <laughs> right? I know. Do the oh math goodness. on that one. And after like four days, I'm like, this isn't working, you know? Yeah. <laughs> my eyes are a little oh, buggy and I'm like, word. no more, no more. So yeah. I, I absolutely believe in heal from the inside out and the outside in. So yeah. this is this is huge. Mm-hmm. This is huge. Um, how do you know um, what illness or what kind of illness it, it treats. I mean, can you tell that or, I mean, or is that something that your patients would, your clients would, would mm-hmm. talk to you about? Yeah, you know, um, that's a really interesting question as well. And I, I'll, I'll share an experience with you in just a minute. But to answer your question, and then I'll partly answer that through the experience, uh, really, the only thing that shows up is I know that there's something wrong with that system of the body by working that point on the foot and either feeling a trigger or having them very sensitive in that area. And then it's a series of questions to ask them to, to determine what is actually wrong. And just an example of this. So um, there was actually, I, I run a whole uh, reflexology business, a whole foot zoning mm-hmm. business. And so I have practitioners under me. And I have a practitioner who lives in Idaho Falls, Idaho, who called me one day and, and told me a really remarkable story. And I was able to, to meet her client afterwards. Uh, she had a mother come to her with a young boy he was 12 years old and the mother kind of came to her as as the last you know drastic step which right. usually is when I see clients or my practitioners see clients right. like we've tried everything else and nothing's working but her son had been struggling with a lot of uh, headaches and really low energy and so she got into the doctor and he said well he needs to eat better he needs to get more sleep you know he needs to be less stressed mm-hmm. and she's thinking well he eats fine he sleeps fine he's 12 years he, old yeah, he's not really stressed what's right what's he's going 12 on? years old so as my friend was doing this, and yes, she's my friend and my practitioner, but as she was doing the foot zone, she noticed a hard bump on the point that's linked to the pituitary and pineal glands in the brain. And it was an alarmingly big bump in the right. big toe. And so she said to the mother, she said, you know, next time you're at the doctor, I would ask if you could do a, a scan and see what's going on with the pituitary and pineal glands. This is showing up in the foot. Now, of course, you know, none of my practitioners are doctors. Right. <laughs> you have to, You have to be careful there. But it was really interesting because about an hour and a half later, the mom called back and said, well, you know, it's interesting. My son's left eye just crossed. Is this normal after a foot zone? And she said, no, go right away to the doctor. She did. They did a scan right away. And he had a huge tumor on his pituitary gland. They life flighted him to a children's hospital, did an emergency surgery. And you know what, Donna, four months later, I got to meet that little boy in Idaho Falls. Um, They're visiting my family. I was able to go to my brother's church and he happened to attend that church too. And he's just fine today. And one of the things that the foot zone did was it sent signals up the body. And um, those signals caused that left eye to cross to show that there was a physical problem. Mm -hmm. And then she went into the doctor and and they were able to life flight him down there. So um, hopefully that example answers your question of, of some of the ways that foot zoning can help. Um, you know, we've been able to identify um, many different uh, issues through foot zoning. And I think a lot of the times people just feel like something's wrong. Like if your car is running right. a little chuggy, you know something's wrong, but you don't know what until you dig a little bit deeper. And this just um, targets the specific systems of the body and you can say oh wow there's something in this system that's really um, wrong or out of whack and then you can go from there to to discover what that might be. Interesting. How long did it take you to learn this? 
You know, uh, I got certified in about six months, uh, but the person who I got certified under, she was retiring. And what had happened is foot zoning up to this point um, was like a hierarchy. It was just handed down from right. person to person. And right. they even had like hand-drawn charts. But I felt so passionate about how this process had changed my life that right. uh, my friend who had given me that initial foot zone, she and I went back and we'd both gotten uh, our practitioner license by that point and asked the lady if we could take over her business. And we went ahead and created the very first ever charts for foot zoning and were able to create an online course and we brought foot zoning nationally where it had just been really localized in Idaho and Utah until that time. Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. Um, explain to the listeners out here, and this is really huge for me, is how the energy flow creates into your brain, how it oh, transfers, right? <laughs> right, because, so you know, I mean, especially in today, mm -hmm. We're all busy, yeah. and we're all pretty stressed. There's a lot mm -hmm. of different, you know, most of, you know, most everybody's work full-time jobs, and sometimes people work two jobs to make ends mm -hmm. meet and raise a family, and that creates a lot of stress and less energy, so... Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know, that's a really great question. And it's one uh, that if, if we were in front of a group of people, I would do a demonstration. Right. Um, and, and instead, I'll explain that demonstration. You've probably heard of muscle testing mm -hmm. before. What's really cool is that everything that I do is scientifically proven. Right. So nothing that I say is just some kind Hokey of pokey. weird, you know, <laughs> weird thing. But um, basically, you know, the science behind our bodies is that when we introduce something negative into the environment of our body, or even when we have a negative thought, and they've right. been able to measure thought field now. When you have a negative thought or you're in a stressful or negative environment, actually lowers the strength or frequency of your body. So if I were, say, for example, have you hold your arm out and say, Donna, show me strong, you'd be fairly strong, mm -hmm. you're a healthy, you know, woman, you work out. Uh, but then if I were to have you think of something that stresses you out and have you put your arm out and I were to push on your arm, your arm would go straight down. Right. And then if I were to have you think some kind of happy thought or the, the, a time when you've succeeded in your right. life, I were pushing your arm again, it would be strong. Right. And if you don't believe me, I mean, try this. I've it, tried it's, it. It's true. It is true. Uh, so. So the whole thing with, with the foot zoning and how frequency affects our body is there's really four layers. There's a spiritual, a mental, an emotional, and a physical. So uh, spiritual just means that there's something that happens that's outside of our control. Something happens that maybe causes us to feel stressed out, right? Right. <laughs> Child makes a decision or, you know, we, we get fired or something happens that's outside of our realm of control. Well, then what happens is we have a thought pop into our head like, oh, I'm so stressed out or oh, I'm such a bad mom or I'm such a loser mm -hmm. or whatever that is. Well, science has proven we have seven to eight seconds to either change that thought or we have a chemical reaction associated with mm -hmm. it, which we call emotion. Right. So this emotion, if it's negative, will lower the frequency of our body. Well, like I told to you earlier on the show, there's been research done that have found that there's certain emotions linked to certain physical ailments. And they also will, those negative emotions and thoughts will lower your immune system over time. Exactly. So if you're really stressed out, mm -hmm. some of the, the common denominators, some of the, co the common things that you may experience are ulcers or mm -hmm. headaches. I mean, this is or you all get sick easier, you get the flu, exactly. you get colds easier, you get, yeah, you get all right. of those. So all, all very, very scientific. Well, what do you do 
then? Where Where is it that the point that you're not a victim? Right. <laughs> and it comes down to that thought. Mm-hmm. So if you're able to identify, if you're able to, to, to figure out, hey, I'm having this physical ailment, this might be the emotion associated with it, and this is the thought triggering that emotion, which may be something like I'm so stressed or I'm such a loser, then if you can change that thought pattern, if you can find an affirmation or a positive thought to replace that negative thought with and just tell yourself that thought over and over again, it will raise the frequency of your thought, which will raise the frequencies of your emotion, which will actually the raise the frequency comes into effect. Exactly. Exactly. of your physical body. So this is not out of our control. Right. Much more in our control than out of our control. Right. Absolutely. Um, uh, what can a patient expect physically when you work on them? Um, we've got two minutes till break, but mm-hmm. um, do they feel like pressure any pressure points or how's that yeah. you know well you know it's really interesting when uh, foot zoning was first brought to the united states and I actually watched some old footage dr ersdale the one who brought it to the united states would actually use chisels and hammers and <laughs> people biting on towels and um you know it really did uh, you know help that that portion of the body but the stress that it caused was you know, a little high would kind of counteract <laughs> that so over the years they developed something called the kindness foot zone therapy which is what i was uh trained in so i i'm trained in some people, just like when you go in for a massage, like more pressure. Some people like less pressure. Mm-hmm. So I'm very sensitive to that. And Or my practitioners are. They'll ask them, you know, do you want more pressure? Do you want less pressure? Uh, probably the most common thing that everybody says after a foot zone is, I slept so much better last night. Hands Ooh, down. Interesting. Um, so I'm a big one on sleep because I feel that most of us don't get enough sleep. Mm-hmm. And actually, on my last show, I talked about um, how... Fitbit is one of the best ways to track your sleep. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, we think, oh, I got about five hours, I got about six hours, and then we get busy in our days, and then you don't really realize how much consecutive Mm -hmm. sleep you get, and everybody needs more or less, depending on them. Because of my MS, I really need seven and a half hours to eight hours. So I know that if I don't get it, that's that's a big issue. So sleep is huge. So I'm loving that. Um, Are you taking on... Uh, new clients? Yeah, that's a great question. So I, I don't take clients on myself anymore, but I do have practitioners all over the country. Uh, that the, you refer. Yes, and, and the website Soul Source Reflexology, or excuse me, the Soul Source Reflexology.com. That's S O L E, like the sole of your feet, reflexology.com. And, um, you know, just depending on the practitioner and where they are, there's, you know, ranges in price from about 30 to about $50 per hour for that foot. Awesome. Looks like we're about ready, headed for a break. We will be right back with Allison H. Larson, who is the uh, founder of the Speakers Coalition. We're going to learn more on how this how this works in energy in our body. So stay tuned and come right back. Thanks, everybody. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. 
live Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a difference in health and wellness programs. There can be mainstream programs, and then there is something extra. That something extra is called tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper. If you want to hear some behind-the-scenes talk radio when it comes to health and wellness, the why as well as the how, be sure to tune in each week. This show will inspire you to be healthy and happy for life, as well as become the best version of yourself. Listen Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to the High Energy Hour. To reach our show today, call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feel like writing instead? Send your email to highenergyrightnow at gmail.com. Now, back to the High Energy Hour. Good afternoon. If you're just joining me, my name is Donna Guinwa, and you are joining me on the High Energy Hour with my special guest, Allison H. Larson, who has her own show here on Voice America in, in the Influence channel, channel called Spotlight, yep. right? Yep. And she is the, the head of, um, founder of Speaker Coalition. Uh, she is a international speaker. She's an author. She's a coach. And she has a background in in energy and holistic healing and I wanted to bring her on my show because I'm obviously all about the energy and helping people find that and feeding their mind their body and their spirit so if you're just joining us she on our before our break we were talking about her uh, foot zoning and how that works and how it helps the body Um, Allison is also a Reiki master so a woman of huge talents so we're going to go into that so for those of you don't know I looked this up and I actually have it typed so the actual meaning of Reiki is made up of two Japanese words Rei which means God's wisdom or the higher power and Ki which is the life force energy so Reiki is actually the spiritually guided life force energy. And I love that because uh, I not only try and always create more energy for myself, but for my clients as well. So this is, fits so perfectly into mm-hmm. what I'm about and what I do. 
So tell us, Allison, when did you become a Reiki master? And was that before or after the foot zoning? So it was around the same time that I, I learned foot zoning that I became a Reiki master. And um, part of that, it just flowed really well. My teacher that taught me foot zoning was also a Reiki master. And one of the things that I really liked in uh, becoming more aware of my body was was this ability to self-heal and um, and, and using frequency to be able to uh, it, it heals a very controversial term, but literally uh, take care of ailments mm-hmm. that were in my body by raising the frequency. And uh, Reiki happened actually very organically. I'd heard about it, um, but didn't really know what it was and um, had a really interesting experience one day where I started feeling this warmth in my hands. And um, I, I knew it was something more than normal. It wasn't mm-hmm. like I was just hot. I was having some kind of hot flash or something. And it was really interesting because as I thought about it, I kept getting the thought, talk to your friend Michelle about it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, next time I was with my friend Michelle, I said, Michelle, you know, I've been getting this warm, tingly feeling in my hands. I'm not sure what it is. And she said, oh, I know what it is. It's Reiki. And I said, oh, that's what Reiki is? And uh, she said, well, have you ever considered becoming a Reiki master, learning more about Reiki? And uh, I, I really didn't know anything about it, but I said, sure, you know, I'm feeling this for some reason. I felt prompted to, or inspired to ask you. So this must right. be something that I need to pursue. And, you know, a lot of left brain logic people that might not make very much sense to, but uh, Reiki is is very much, although it can be all scientifically explained, it's very much a, a right brained, emotional, um, spiritual type journey and experience. Interesting. Um, curious, where do you begin in treating uh, a client? in Reiki? Mm -hmm. So that's a really good question. So Reiki can be hands-on or hands-off. And so during a Reiki session, usually it's a combination of the two, hands-off and hands-off uh, placement, um, just depending on what the patient feels comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also wanted to mention, too, that this is modality or loving touch modality, which is sometimes what's called healing hands is another term, mm-hmm. is now being required by a lot of nursing programs for nurses to complete some kind of healing or loving touch therapies before getting their certification as a nurse because uh-huh. science has proven that things like depression, uh, situational depression, um, loving touch therapies like Reiki are just as effective as medication. So it's a it's a really uh, fantastic uh, modality. It deals with chakras. So back to your question on how does a session look or how right. might somebody be treated? You're laying on a massage table, just like a massage setting, only all your clothes are on. And um, and we have these seven chakras, and it's a series of the hand placements either on or above the body over the seven chakras uh, just to, to balance that energy. Interesting. Okay. Um, do you find that... Um and are you still practicing it or? I still use Reiki all the time just uh, when when I, I mean, for my personal self or sometimes when I meet with clients uh, through the Speakers Coalition who are a little more holistic, but I don't treat individual patients only for Reiki. Got you. Okay. So when you did, did you find that they were coming back for more sessions for the energy balance or more of the healing? Uh, so, you know, it had had to do with both, and Reiki is a really great way to raise the frequency and get the body in alignment so that you can heal. 
Uh, but I'm a huge believer that unless you get to the root of the problem, which in a lot of the case I believe is is the thoughts. And even if you Emotional. have something, I mean, even if you have something that is not going to go away, like I know you struggle with a disease that you'll probably have the rest of mm-hmm. your life, yeah. you can still have certain thoughts about that disease and you can still have emotions that are going to raise the frequency of your body. So um, a lot of my patients came back to get in a state where they would become in alignment so that they could heal. But I always told them, you know, if you keep coming back for sessions and you don't do that work and don't really get to the root of the problem, Reiki, reflexology, anything you do is just going to be a Band-Aid. Absolutely. So even with my MS, my arthritis, um, I've always been a believer that I have it because I'm strong enough to carry it Mm -hmm. and to take that pain that maybe Mm -hmm. somebody else couldn't. And that's not to lift me up or anything like that. That's honestly just the way I've looked at it my entire life, that when you stop being, one of my favorite sayings is when I stopped being my own victim, Mm -hmm. I found my strength. Wow. And so when I work out, um, my arms aren't as strong as my legs, like most of us. And when I'm doing that last couple of reps on my (laughs) arms, I'm like, you will not win, MS. You are not win. So absolutely, you know, that energy and that thought pattern Mm -hmm. you put back into it is how you look at it. So on days that Mm -hmm. I can feel a little MS coming on, I'm like, not today. Go away. I don't have time for you. Yeah. You know, so that emotion behind everything triggers everything that we do in our yeah. body. Well, and look at what you're doing with uh, what, you know, your diseases. You're now working to gain greater wellness, wellness um, you know, and you are passing that along to other people. One of my favorite sayings, there's an author named Chip Connolly, and he wrote a book called Emotional Equations. And he has this emotional equation in there, and it says suffering minus meaning equals despair. Suffering plus meaning equals purpose. Mm -hmm. So one of the things, too, with all of my clients, and again, this is kind of why I shifted more over into the coaching and helping people on maybe more more of that mental and emotional level, is that when you can find a purpose behind what you're going through, then you find the meaning in your life. Mm -hmm. And uh, so hopefully, if you're feeling like you're a victim, instead of asking, why is this happening to me? You can ask the question, why is this happening for me and what can I do with it? Right. And I felt that, you know, I was devastated when I found out I had MS. I mean, there's no two ways about it. And that lasted about a week. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, what are we going to do? Yeah. You know, so I learned more about the kind I have and everybody's different. So your body plays differently um, with you know, if you had it versus I have it, there's no two that are the same, no two symptoms that are really quite the same in each person. So it's a very unique based thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, a couple of questions I have written down, because this is just absolutely awesome, is um, in applying Reiki to someone who has high frequencies of stuck energy, <laughs> okay, this is awesome, yeah. has it ever traveled back to you? Yeah. Because I'm a big believer yeah. in that, obviously, oh energy. Gosh. You know, it's like being around It's like being yeah. around somebody who's really mm-hmm. negative. Or if you're in a room of four yeah. negative people and you're like, I, I got to get out of here. I can't. Yeah. I'm suffocating. Well, the first thing I do before I teach foot zoning to anybody, and I have done some Reiki training as well before I do Reiki, is I will teach them how to shield up. It is absolutely 100% necessary because as soon as you enter into somebody else's energy field 
and you aren't you don't have that shield or that protection right. around your own i mean think of like star wars or right. star trek right gotta have your armor yeah you gotta have that on <laughs> i mean you're gonna take on whatever energy they mm -hmm. have Absolutely. and think about it like if there's somebody that you're around and every time you're around them you're really low energy or you're really drained to think about it, you're probably taking on their energy and i actually have a story one time i was working on someone's foot so i used i used reflexology and reiki at the same time so i would i would um turn on my reiki or i would you know right. do my my loving touch therapy while i would foot zone somebody and one time i was working on a lady and she had uh, struggled she had she gone through cancer and was in remission and it had been about a year since she'd gone through chemotherapy. Um, no, it was six months since she'd gone through, th through chemotherapy, but I think a lot of the chemicals can remain in your system yes. for up to a year. And there's this one point on the foot called the solar plex point. And you press in on that point, and I have the client breathe in, and then I have them exhale and release all the stress and negativity. Okay. Well, I pressed in on her foot and had her do that. And I just remember feeling this negativity going down my arm. And usually I would imagine that draining into the floor, and there's some techniques I use. Well, I didn't this time. The next day I woke up, and I was brushing my hair, and I looked in the mirror, and I had this huge black spot on my elbow. Oh, my gosh. And it was like I'd gotten this huge bruise, and I kept thinking, did I hurt myself? And I touched it, and it wasn't sore. I thought, what is this? I have a picture of it. I'll have to show it to you sometime. Oh, my goodness. Huge black spot on my elbow. And then it dawned on me. I didn't drain her energy. All of her energy went to the bottom of my elbow. Oh, <laughs> so my I was really careful after that. And um, that can be something that's very hard. I think a lot of people that are drawn to the healing arts are people that are naturally empathetic. Right. And they can, I mean, this is a real thing. They yes. can really take on other people's emotions, other people's physical pains. I mean, to the point where if I, before I learned how to shield up, if I would look at something of somebody suffering, I would feel so much pain in my body. Right. I couldn't even look at it. A movie or if my child got hurt, my son burned his hand really bad when he was a kid. I couldn't look at it. Or tears just come to your eyes yeah. for no reason. Yeah. 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 And so um, so if, if you feel like you're really empathetic, it would be highly beneficial to learn how to shield up. And there's actually, just because I'd like to give everybody a tip, there's actually this video. It's crazy old and it's silly. It's like from the 80s I and mean, you laugh when you see it. But it's by Donna Eden and she wrote the book Energy Medicine. And uh, she has this technique called the zip-up technique, and it deals with your governing meridian, and it's a very simple thing that you can do. So if you feel like you're an empath and you're taking on other people's energy, Google Donna Eden zip-up and, um, and just try this practice, and I'm telling you, it will make a difference. Awesome. Okay. Um, so give us some, a couple examples of who Reiki's helped in a client mm -hmm. of yours who came in to see you who was in really bad shape um, and left with more energy through your spot pattern technique? Yeah, so, you know, most of my clients that I've, I've have received the most benefit from Reiki have been clients that were in emotional turmoil or were stuck somewhere emotionally. And I don't know if you've ever had this in your life, but um, I remember there was one lady that came in and she was in such emotional turmoil. She had such high anxiety and stress in her life. She couldn't sleep. She wasn't eating very well. She was yelling at her children a lot. Um, she was basically sabotaging every relationship in her life. And we met together and I did a few sessions on her. It helped her return back to peace and calm and center enough that she said, Allison, I remembered what it felt like 
to be back in peace and back in calmness. And I want to take the steps that I can get there and be there all the time. So uh, I actually had a daughter of hers uh, talk to me later who was a little bit older. She was a a young adult and said, uh, Allison, you really saved my relationship with my mom. So that was probably the the best. So what you don't know about me, I don't think, is that not only when I was young did I take Seiki Kai Aikido, but also um, karate. Oh, nice. In Ohio. Yeah. So, yeah. So, key and all of that. Yeah. yeah really? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, okay. So, here's a link between karate and Reiki. You know the karate kid? Mm-hmm. When he hurts his leg and Mr. Miyagi claps his hands mm-hmm. and shakes S- them over? Gets them really hot. That's, Re- that's Reiki. Oh, yeah. interesting. And his leg. And here, I... There's another story. This this kind of really wigged me out, but I, f- I feel like we're going kind of kind of uh, woo woo here. But this is you know another thing too. Is I was when I very first was learning Reiki, I was playing basketball. I still love to play basketball, and um, one of the girls I was playing with rolled her ankle really bad and was sitting over at the side. And I just put my hands on there and had that loving intention of just you know. And I'm religious, so I said, "Prayer, God, you know, I just let her ankle feel your love and let mm-hmm. me be that channel and that conduit." And um, I took my hands off, and she looked at me kind of weird. And she stood up, and she started walking. And she said, what did you do? I'm better. Oh, how And it kind of freaked her out, to be honest. But that taught me, you know, that high frequency Mm -hmm. really can heal and help. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Okay. How how often do clients come back for... For more Reiki, what what what's an average? You know, unfortunately, people could probably use it once a week. And I know when I've um, had people do Reiki on me, that's what I strived for. But unfortunately, you know, in general, usually we're really bad at self care. <laughs> you know, we're like, well, you know, my kid needs shoes. I'm just not going to do this Reiki session. So on average, I probably had somebody come and see me every other week or maybe once a month. Okay. So my philosophy on that is if you think being healthy is expensive, try being sick. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. True. So it's so important to invest in your health. And you can't be the best you and have the energy that you need to be there not only for yourself, your family, but your career mm-hmm. and in life in general if you don't take care of yourself. Yeah, energy so true. is absolutely everything. So I mean, you know, I've seen key in in Aikido and karate do incredible things. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely incredible things. Um when, well, we have a break coming up, um, but we're going to be talking a little bit more about uh, uh, Allison's experience in uh, Reiki and how it works, and um, super excited about this. Um, and I think if you're on the fence, maybe take a, maybe take a, a peek into what would work best for you or a combination of both. Um, Energy is is so important in our lives, and it's just like Allison has has told us how it works and how it goes through. Um, I know in my own personal life, I do that um, not to myself, but probably in a different kind of similar way. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely try not to let stuff get in my way. I yeah. push it out. I push out any negative energy, and even if my body's mad at me, I push that out. Smart idea. <laughs> Smart idea. Yep. So um, we'll be back in break on probably, I think we're heading out in about 10 or 15 seconds here. Um, 
What's what's one thing somebody before we hit break that they can do for themselves? Well, here's something that everybody can do on break and they can uh, practice a little Reiki on themselves. Uh, this is something that I have used this technique anytime I feel stressed out. You just put your hands on your heart, just simply place mm -hmm. them over your heart and close your eyes and just breathe in and out and have the intention of just giving yourself some loving energy. So end uh, up repeating in, in your mind, I'm okay, everything's okay. In I'm, with the good, out with the bad. There you go, there you go. I'm okay, everything's okay. In with the good and out with the bad. And uh, we'll talk more after break. Great, I'm excited. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com again that's jeff spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com voice america is where you are and where you want to be join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available don't forget to view all our live events including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Today's woman faces a stressful world when it comes to staying healthy. We are bombarded by media messages with contradicting ideas about fitness and nutrition. We need to keep our diet, relationships, and stress in check. It's time to get the right message and have the most fun. Join hosts Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighouse for Healthy View Radio. It's health and happiness in one show every Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to the High Energy Hour. To reach our show today, call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feel like writing instead? Send your email to highenergyrightnow at gmail.com. Now, back to the High Energy Hour. 
Good afternoon, everybody. If you're just joining me, my name is Donna Guinwan, and this is the High Energy Hour with my special guest today, Allison H. Larson. And we were just talking before break uh, about Reiki and numerous ways it, it helps people. So we want to continue on that journey a little bit. Yeah. How does it... Um, how does it help people um, release in their stress areas? I know we talked about mm-hmm. that. People mostly say carry it in their their stomach, their neck, or their back, correct? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, you know, if, if you were to look at your body, so the cool thing is, is Reiki is based on uh, principles of chakras and meridians. Mm-hmm. And so if you aren't familiar with chakras and meridians, just a real quick overview, you basically have seven energy centers in your body. And uh, these energy centers range from the top of your head down to your root chakra, which actually uh, points to the ground and, and uh, goes out your legs and feet. And the interesting thing is this concept of chakras has been around for thousands and thousands of years. But now science is finally proving that there is actually some you know, substance and validity to this. And the most interesting thing is for centuries, chakras have been associated with different colors. Right. So if you were to think of a rainbow, and, and actually if you were to look at an electromagnetic spectrum, the electromagnetic spectrum shows the frequency of things. So very low on the electromagnetic spectrum. Things that are vibrating at a very low frequency are things that are solid, like tables, like this mm-hmm. chair. And things that are very high frequency are things that we can't feel or see, but uh, that are there, like gamma rays and x-rays. Right. right in the very middle of the electromagnetic spectrum is white light. And if white light is fractured, then um, it, it creates a rainbow. And on the electromagnetic spectrum, red has the lowest frequency, and then it goes up through the rainbow to violet, which has the highest frequency. Well, the way that chakras have been uh, categorized in our body forever has been red is the root, which is the lowest, and that has to deal with legs and bones. And then you have orange, which is found right above your uh, abdomen, and that has to deal with the reproductive system, the hips, the lower back. You have the solar plexus, which is right above the stomach and has to deal with the stomach and mid-back. That's yellow. You have green, which is heart and chest and upper back. Blue, which is the throat and the back of the neck and the mouth. And then indigo, which is the brow and the back of the head. And then uh, violet, which goes up and um, is your spiritual connection center. Well, when and think of a bicycle, right? So, mm-hmm. so you have these different chakras, and they're all spinning. And hopefully, if they're balanced, they're spinning in a clockwise direction. Okay, so they're okay. creating this energy flow in our body. And then the meridians are the channels or the highways that carry the energy flow. Well, if you think of a bicycle, of course, it only has two wheels, but think of a very complicated bicycle right? with seven wheels. What happens <laughs> if one of the cogs on that bicycle gets jammed? There's no proper flow. Right. The chain won't move. Your right. bicycle stops or it's very hard to pedal. Well, right. now imagine what if one of those one of those cogs was spinning backwards and the other one was spinning forwards, you know, the, the, chains, the chain's not going to go anywhere. So if you feel like you aren't really getting anywhere in life, if you feel stuck, it could be that one of these chakras is out of place. It's not spinning in the right direction and it's not creating that energy flow. If you feel like life's just not flowing easily to you and you don't have a lot of energy, one of those chakras could be out of balance. So when we practice Reiki, Reiki, you can feel the flow of the energy of the chakras. So you mm-hmm. can feel what chakras are open, which ones are closed, which ones are spinning in the right direction versus the wrong direction. And Reiki, again, through energy, we can use that energy to get the chakra spinning in the right direction and to get the energy flowing through the body, which is phenomenal. Now, 
like I said earlier, this is just going to be a Band-Aid. If you don't fix right. the problem, the chakra is going to go out of balance. But for a period of time, it's going to be in balance. It's going to allow the flow and allow the body to heal and the mind to be at peace and for you to be centered and, of course, um, connected up and also rooted down to the ground. So you have to continue with your emotional journey. Yeah to make sure that it's all in flow yeah, and, and the energy keeps working. Exactly. And here's a really cool thing. I've uh, lectured before at some universities and we've talked about this. And if your chakra is out of balance, it also affects the physical areas of that body. So for example, have you ever known anybody that's prone to strep? Why are they prone to strep mm -hmm. throat and somebody else isn't? Right. Why is it that sometimes when you're exposed to strep throat, you get it and sometimes you don't? Well, could it be that if your chakra is out of balance, that's when you get the strep throat. Or when it's in balance, you don't. It actually lowers the frequency of your body in that area. And then, of course, there's the emotions behind right. it, which lower the frequency. And your immune system then becomes right. pulled down. But uh, here's, the, here's the interesting thing. So if you are thinking of a person right now that you know that's prone to strep throat, think, does that person feel like they can express themselves freely? Usually they don't. Usually there's some kind of stagnation or block in their throat shock and they don't feel like they can express themselves freely. This lowers the frequency in their throat and allows them to become prone or susceptible to a disease residing in the throat or mouth area. I'm curious, does this work with ADD and ADHD? So can it help that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So uh, Reiki has actually been proven to be um, quite effective when it comes to things like anxiety, ADD, depression, obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, and again, it's just because it centers the body and and creates an energy flow that's very centering. And usually uh, people like with ADD have really open and active um, chakras here in the mind. They're right. always thinking about right. different things, but they may have a weaker uh, rooting chakra, which helps them to ground and be connected with the earth and reality. Interesting, because I know that we have a huge epidemic of of problem with so many prescription medicine being mm -hmm. used for ADD and yeah. ADHD that this is an incredible alternative mm -hmm. to not even go that route. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and you know, here here's the other thing too and then this goes back to the thought pattern is is this a gift or is this uh, something that you're a victim of, you know. Uh, anytime that I see somebody with ADD, I think, wow, what a great gift. I have four siblings. They've all been diagnosed with ADD. I've never been tested. Do I have ADD? Do I not? I don't know. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I do know is that my brothers and sisters are really gifted at being creative and having ideas and, and right. having these movements. So for me, I don't think of this as a problem. I think of it as a gift. And actually, when they go on medication, I can't stand it because I feel like I can't really connect with them. And they've right. all gone on medication on and off throughout their life, which, you know, is totally their choice. But but yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something, again, what's that thought pattern behind it? Right. Interesting, because I know, um, you know, just ADD can mm -hmm. be, you know, you see it in babies as young as two years old yeah. where they're amped up and going crazy, mm -hmm, right? Yeah. And if that could get an alignment and help them, then their focus yeah. going into their preschool years would be so much better. Well, and think about this, and this is totally my personal opinion. This is Allison's opinion. This is nowhere, <laughs> you know, scientifically documented, but you can probably find right. research to back it up kind of thing because I found research to back it up. But um, 
But we are so much more in our heads these days than ever. Everything Uh is on the screen. Everything is games on the screen in the head. You know, everything is done um, here and not with the body anymore. We've really, you don't see kids riding bikes as much anymore. You don't see people getting out a lot. Playtime isn't what it used to be. Yeah, video games, everything. So that is all something that requires the brow chakra. So again, we're super hyperactive here in the body. But we aren't connecting with the earth, with the ground in these lower chakras, which, you know, your root chakra is the thing that that is really physical, your physical activity, your physical labor, you're going out in nature. You have your sacral chakra, which is more of the creativity, drawing, coloring, right. things that we don't really do anymore. So in my mind, it makes perfect sense that more and more people are being diagnosed with ADD. And it's because that's the, the, the center of the brain is just being overly active. And if we could just balance that out a little bit, maybe there would be be a little more balance. Right. I call it an electrical storm. Mm -hmm. Because, right, because you're in your head. And everything we do anymore is, is electric. Yeah. And so we're right in the middle from here to here in our own electrical storm. And I feel like sometimes we don't take enough break. Yeah, we don't stop and and put the phone away and and spend that time and and with your family with mm-hmm. you know getting grounded you know yeah. i'm barefoot all the time at home. oh i love that. love that you know i'm in the grass and my boyfriend's always like you need to wear shoes i'm like no i don't i'm good I'm, i like to touch the earth you're one of those hippie hippies I at am. Heart. i'm a hippie at heart too. i am yeah i'm i even mow the yard barefoot drives them crazy <laughs> But, you know, I, it's that connection. Mm-hmm. I have to have that connection. And, yeah. you know, and I and I garden and I feel like that's one of my connections going back yeah. and, and getting in there and, and getting my hands dirty and, and creating something, mm-hmm. you know, and, and working that together. Um, that. So a um, ha- couple quick questions. How do you know for somebody who maybe has a lot of stress and maybe has some sort of ailment, um, which you would start with first? Versus reflexology or Reiki? Correct. Well, one of the things that I found was, is that usually if people aren't, haven't tried a lot of alternative healing modalities, mm-hmm. Reiki's a little bit out there for them. Okay. But people that, um, you know, want to ease into it, foot reflexology or foot zoning is the way to start. And then when you get comfortable with someone touching you and get more in tune with your body, then you can move to the Reiki. Interesting. Okay. Um, what's your youngest client ever been? Oh, my youngest client. I, I have worked on a baby before, about three months old. So my niece. Wow. Yeah. And what's your oldest client been? Oh, my gosh. My oldest client, I think I have a client in, in his 80s. It was probably his early 80s. Now, um, has that helped with um, arthritis? Oh, yeah, it can definitely help with arthritis. Again, when you do Reiki or reflexology, reflexology works in the autonomic nervous system. So it it can help get things flowing. It can help with inflammation. Um, And then with Reiki, it just that loving, high-frequency healing therapies does help a lot with people that have anywhere that's swollen or achy. Okay. And then can you use it on yourself to? Oh, uh, yeah. I use it on myself all the time, <laughs> like <laughs> almost every day. I um, and that's what we just did at break. Right, when we right. Put our hands in our right. Heart. Yeah. Um, like so, like, if if um, if your knee, like, I have, I'm curious. I mm-hmm. every now and then my knees get swelled up with water oh, yeah. from the arthritis. Right. Well, here here's here's what I I go through. Um, 
here's what I go through. I will actually put my hands on my knees and I will, um, you know, just try and give myself a little love. It's just like when you're a kid and you got hurt, when your kids get hurt, what's the first thing you do? You want to touch them and right. help them out. And love so, on them. Yeah. So just awesome. do that to yourself. Great. Allison, thank you so much. Hey, so I, I can't tell you how excited I am that you've been on our show. So be sure to tune in next week as I discuss uh, how water really aids our body and gives us the energy that we need to feed and fuel our mind, our body, and our spirit. Thank you for joining me today. This is Donna Guinoa on the High Energy Hour. I hope to see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to the High Energy Hour. Be sure to join your host, Donna Guinoa, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we speak again next week, keep growing.